Hello, everybody. Welcome back to episode two. Yay, Manji. Music Mondays, episode two. We're back. <laughs> back. Okay. So hopefully everybody enjoyed our first um, first album. Wow. Our first <laughs> podcast. Album comes later. Album comes later. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll discuss that. And, uh, we'll talk about that in the future, maybe. Um, so last thing, last time we discussed... Um, Halsey's album and our Grammy predictions and a lot of other random stuff but um so Grammys has passed so did you watch it? I did watch it um, I even watched some of the pre-Grammys because I like seeing all the dresses mm-hmm. and I think I think the highlights for me were the the frozen um like melody with all the different Elsas was really cool um, no, that's the Oscars. Yeah, Oscar. Oh my gosh. Okay, that's how long ago the Grammys were. Okay, so okay, so then no. To me, the real highlight of the Grammys then was <laughs> that Lana Del Rey bought her dress at a mall, and she just openly admitted that on the red carpet, and she was wearing this silver dress. And they asked her, "Oh, what designer is it? Who are you wearing tonight?" And she's like, "Oh, I got it at the mall, and you can find it at Dillard, so you can also wear the same dress as Lana Del Rey at the Grammys." Um, but it, but it was also kind of a sad night because of Kobe. Yeah. So it, it was a bittersweet. Alicia Keys did awesome. Um, mm-hmm, for sure. To, to me, there weren't any real standout. Uh-huh. performances um I love Lizzo and um Billie Eilish you know was there yes, sweeping the Grammys yeah, <laughs> yes your predictions right. were totally right you were definitely on the money and but did, did you feel like by the end she was kind of tired of winning awards oh definitely yeah <laughs> I mean for her being like so young like it's understandable like what other speeches can you make after winning like five grammys in one night i'd feel the same too i'd be like i already said what i need to say thank you good night i want to go to bed (laughs) yeah yeah i wonder i can i can only imagine what a grammys or an oscars after party is really like especially if you were winning all of the um awards yeah well not only did she win um those grammys but her brother did too yes because he helps with the production yeah i really love like their relationship with each other i think they're really like a really cute like sibling duo i think it's cool that they're so close Mm -hmm. and i think she she said in interviews how she feels like you know she could share anything Mm -hmm. with him so i'm i bet having a family member like that helping you keeps you pretty grounded in the industry uh-huh, for sure. When she did um, Carpool Karaoke with James Corden, um, you know, she, James went to her house in L.A. and obviously she still lives there. But um, she was saying she was showing um, James her room and um, they had um, her and her brother at that time, um, what was it like three or four years ago, like was writing like each um, song title for her future album that, you know, she didn't even think was going to like happen. And it, and even her brother like made a joke saying, I thought this was really, really cute. And it's like, wow, what a coincidence that this would ever happen. Her brother told her like, you know, like jokingly, like one day I'm going to make you a pop star. 
and look where she's at now. <laughs> yeah, she's definitely a pop star for mm-hmm. sure. So, yeah. I'll, I'll be interested to see what she does next. I think she for came sure. out with a single earlier in the year. Mm-hmm. I don't remember the name of it, but it, it was good. I liked the, the sound of it with the piano and... It was good. So, yeah, she has a future ahead of her. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited to see what she's going to do in the future. I hope she can collaborate with, like, really big artists and, like, independent ones. Like, just bring it all. <laughs> I, I'd i like to see a Halsey and Billie Eilish collaboration. That would be epic. I think that'd be really cool. <laughs> Definitely, for sure. Yeah, um, things that stood out to me at the Grammys, um, I was really blown away by... Um, Tyler the creator um I didn't really like I knew of him I maybe like have heard one song from him but when I saw his performance I thought that was like like a next level kind of performance like you know he's like you don't really I don't really like see much of who he is because I I barely ever see him at shows I think it was like the first time like I've actually like really seen him in person song called new magic form which is a really good song um, like he was going hard, like there was fire, there was people like just crumping and dancing. And I just, it was like a performance art I was seeing. And it was really funny too. When he got album of the year, it was really cool. Like how he brought his mom up and like, he jumped on the stage which I was like, I'm dead. I mean, <laughs> I would do the same thing too if I want a Grammy. I'm like, I'm not going up the steps. I'm going to jump on the stage. So yeah, that yeah. was one performance that really swept me away. Um, of course, I love the um, Lil Nas X and Billy Ray Cyrus in the BTS performance. That was next level. And I was actually surprised that Big Nas came out, which is like Nas the Rapper Nas. Because mm-hmm. um, I, th- I was always thinking, like, you know, when are Lil Nas X and Nas ever going to collapse? <laughs> there they are at the Grammy. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm, for sure. Um, what else was good? I mean, obviously, yeah, it was sad. Um that, like, you know, Kobe's death, like, unexpectedly happened the day of the Grammys, and, um, you know, I definitely felt like, you know, the mood was definitely very sad, the whole show, but it was still a really well, like, really good show. That, that Yeah, yeah, I think it was, and I think it, it was almost, it was good that there was that event that night, because it brought a lot of people together it when did. they needed to be brought together. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, yeah, and they... They could all like you know come together and cry and like feel the feeling. Speaking of crying, um, Demi Lovato on the other. Oh hand, yeah! Wow. That that was a power. She's a powerhouse, and I was just like I cried watching her because I'm just because it was like what a couple like not even a couple of years like a little bit later after her um, overdose that she mm-hmm. came back. so that's a pretty that was a pretty big moment for her yeah watching it watching it made me think you know I I hope that she's able to surround herself with better people who support her and want her to succeed um you know and support her in a healthy way (laughs) so because because she has she has a great voice and it is such a gift and Mm -hmm. You know, I hope I hope that she's able to continue sharing it with mm-hmm. us. And yeah, I thought it was really brave of her. And I loved that, you know, she was so overwhelmed with emotion that she had to stop and restart. And I mean, everyone was so supportive of her. So it was that was really that was a good one. Um, oh, yeah, at the sure. Grammys. 
she's just an amazing story storyteller. Mm-hmm. Like like all her songs have like a really like not only sad but just powerful storyline. Like she's she's a big overcomer. She's a survivor. She's um I don't know, the list goes on and on about it. <laughs> so many <Yeah>. adjectives. <laughs> yeah, adjectives. No, I, I really respect Demi. And I think that she's a very beautiful individual. Now, my only complaint about the Grammys is that I just feel like there's too much performances. Not, not that it's a bad thing, but I would have loved to see more awards than performances. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing I always have a complaint about for the Grammys, like every year. So. I felt I felt like the Grammys this year didn't have as many collaborations. I feel like a lot of the time at the Grammys you get to see collaborations and collaborative takes on songs. One one of my favorite favorite Grammy performances is from a I think a couple years ago where Lady Gaga performed with Metallica. Oh and yeah. There there were some technical difficulties during that, but it was still an amazing performance. Mm-hmm. And if you go back and even watch them rehearsing. Mm-hmm. It's really great to see two very different artists coming together, yeah. and and I know Lady Gaga is kind of a metalhead, or at least she, you know, she wears a lot of metal shirts, and you know, she talks yeah. about different metal bands, so it's definitely an influence for her. But I would love to see something like that again at the Grammys. That was a very, I thought it was a very explosive performance with all the yeah. fire, and that that one still stands out to me. So I. I agree with you. Less less performances, but the performances that happen really make them count for something. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, I think one of my memorable, like probably the ones that stood out to me the most was, um, I don't know if I ever told you this at one point, but I got invited to go to the Grammys. Um, not the Grammys, like the actual like ceremony, but it was like to watch one of the live performances during the oh, show. Mm-hmm. So that was back in 2012. Um the show that um, the performance that uh, me and a couple friends had got to see one time was um, it was David Guetta, Chris Brown, Wayne, Lil, I think that's how you Dead Mouse, Dead, Dead Mouse, Mouse. yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. I, uh, everyone says his name like so differently. And I know like, I've heard Dead Mouse Five and right. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, Dead Mouse. And, yeah, so it was that performance alongside with the Foo Fighters. Oh wow! So they like all mixed together and. Um, so yeah, I remember like being a part of that and me, me and a friend at the time, we were trying to get like David Guetta's attention and he waved <laughs> at us and it was really cool to like see it like in front of us, but we were like waiting in a crowd full of people. We were, there was like only TVs to watch um, on the screen. And also that, the day, like, you know, that Grammys at the time, the day before Whitney Houston died. So the, oh. very sad too. Um, and then but I also remember like two really good performances. Um, I kind of still laugh about this till this day, but I remember like um, Nicki Minaj performed and she did like the whole like exorcism like theme to it. Oh, I remember that. Remember uh... it? But I mean, I was like a big Nicki Minaj fan at that time. So I was really excited to see like what she was like bringing to the table, but she did the whole exorcist thing. Like she got the priest. She was like, floating in the air like as if she was levitating like the exorcist does in the movie and there's like all church themes and fire (laughs) and and she was just well she had that what alter ego roman so that was yeah basically so that that came out of her and then um also i really loved at that time the um foster the people and 
the Beach Boys were performing. That was a really cool, um, that was a really cool collab. I was like, because I think that Foster people like definitely have influences from the Beach Boys. So Mm -hmm. that's like a really good mix right there. Because I love seeing like young like bands or artists come together with the older, the older legends. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's really special. Mm -hmm. It's a very special thing. So I think also um, Adam Levine was also like Mm -hmm. sang with them as well. So that's um, something I definitely remember from that time. And then the rest was history. (laughs) That's awesome. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So that was, so those are my like favorite memories of the Grammys and then my opinions on this on this year. So hopefully next year there's going to be um, great music ahead. Yeah, I think I think the 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 new releases, which a couple of them we're going to talk about today. I'm I'm excited. Um, a couple albums that we're not talking about today came out this week. Um, uh-huh. Grimes's new album and Ali X's new album and. It's 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 interesting to see what's happening in the pop world right now, or the kind of pop alternative world. And I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, music this year is going to be interesting. So I'll, you know, I'll be even more curious to see what happens next year with the Grammys and to kind of see where everyone mm-hmm. lands with yeah. that. So you know, it's funny too, because sometimes like when I watch the Grammys, like there's like people who I've never heard of before, and I'm like, wait, who are you? Like especially. <laughs> best new artists like I didn't even know like I only maybe knew like three and then I'm like wait who are all these people like yeah 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 well have 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 you heard the curse of getting of winning that award there's 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 kind of a um people believe that that's cursed because if you win the best new artist award you usually don't end up being very successful so Mm -hmm. for example Megan Trainer won that award, and then yeah. she—I mean, she's come out with music, but it's never Grammy after material. that point. It never really led to any more hits or anything True. on the Grammys. So there's kind of this idea that maybe it's a—it's a cursed yeah. <laughs> award. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, like Christina Aguilera won it like back back in the mm-hmm. early 2000s. I mean, she put off some really good music. I think what was that one album she had? Was it called Stripped? Stripped, little- yeah fighter and dirty and great album uh, yeah I remember that but it was like the the darker side of Christina Aguilera um I don't know if I don't remember if that that album won a Grammy or not but I guess we were too young at that time to even <laughs> to that I, I think it did I think yeah. it did I think it won it might have even won a couple of Grammys so mm-hmm. yeah that's that's a great album so maybe yeah. after that then it kind of went downhill yeah so Chris, christina was the last one to win it and really yeah use it to her advantage <laughs> and everyone else is now just cursed after her <laughs> yeah all right well but i mean let's not hope for not billy eilish since she got best new artist She's no like, i know i know i think i think she'll be able to overcome overcome the curse mm-hmm. you know she i'm sure she has some secret ways <laughs> Just a trick up for her sleeve. sleeve. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. Yes. So. so with that, do you yeah. want to transition into talking about our new albums <laughs> for yes. the week? <laughs> yeah, of course. Um, yeah, so about a week ago, Valentine's Day, Justin Bieber came out with his new album. It's been four years since he last um you know released an album. And 
this album is definitely like the more adult version of Justin Bieber. Now, when I say adult, like more mature, more um, honest, real, raw. Um, you know, he's a married man now. Um, I'm sorry to the other believers. But, <laughs> you know, I don't like, I really like, you know, what's funny is that when I was listening to his album, I really respect his music so much. And looking back on him, like when he started, you know, he was just a baby. He was like only like 13, 14 at that time. And everyone like gave him so much hate for like sounding like a girl. And the people that thought like, oh, he wasn't that good either. But as I got older, I was like, you know what? I love Justin Bieber's old, old music or something like that. Like, the, like, you know, those are my feelings. But today, like, you know, it, with his new music came out and I really got to like, you know, reminisce on his past like work. Like, mm-hmm. the Purpose album was really well done. I really mm-hmm. loved that album so much. And um, I think that was a time when he was also coming to Christ, which was, you know, a lot of people know that story about him. And he was going through, like, a lot of things. Um, like, I like, can't really remember, like, like you know, the hard stuff. I think, was, it, was he on drugs for a while or something? I, yeah, I think he was, or I think that's at least what people thought was going on. And I think he might have been having some family stuff going on. But also, I mean, he was just getting older. Yeah. Like, like, like you said, he was so young mm-hmm. when his first album came out. And mm-hmm. I can't imagine, it's, it's similar to Billie Eilish. I mean, when you're that young and you're that successful, mm-hmm. I mean, it's you start at the top at the beginning. I mean, where do you go from there? You know, so... I can't imagine the pressure he probably felt once he was a little bit older. And, you know, we know that he acted out a couple times and I think he was, you know, he was speeding and there was the time he was like in a restaurant and he peed in like a bucket, like, you know, all these things were happening. He had like a crazy party or he was throwing eggs at someone's house or something like that. Like all these things were happening. And I think at the time we all thought, Oh, He's just being a rich brat. But now now that I'm a little bit older, I think, wow, I can't, you know, being that age and having all that pressure and, and money, I mean, that, yeah. I'm sure that really affects how you are. <laughs> sure, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so I guess, like, you know, that, that big break that he had after Purpose was definitely, um, you know, something that he took into account and I'm glad he got that break. I'm glad that he like focused on yeah. it and like, you know, finding the girl of his dreams. Good job, Haley. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I gotta say. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, so with the album is called Changes. Um, I'm still like, you know, trying to like get more into the depth of why that album is called Changes, but um. The first couple songs in the album, um, my first impression was obviously like, oh, these are very dirty. <laughs> very <laughs> dirty I, songs. Yeah, I yeah. mean, like, they're honest, they're raw. I mean, they're they're like mostly, I think, love songs to his wife. That's how I <laughs> took it. But actually, if you go a little bit more, um, when you listen to more of the tracks, like towards the end, there's a lot of like, you know, with deeper meaning than like you know honest opinions and emotions that he's feeling but um but yeah it's a good album i'm 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 also um gonna try to go see him on tour this year because oh, cool. you know i heard he's a really good performer so i think it'd be like a really great chance to go see him but um 
obviously yummy is a really good song i people <laughs> like i don't know there's been a lot of people who i've like talked to you about it and they're like oh he's repeating too much or he's like you know it's it's kind of a re- repetitive song or but i mean that's justin bieber like he's he's been repetitive since day one and that's fine yeah it's it's you know if you have the formula down you know why why change it too much if you know if that's you know that's what works for you or that's what yeah. works for mm-hmm. for your single to get radio play so it's it's interesting that you mentioned that part of the album feels very like sexual and it's very <laughs> adult and then the second part is more personal and I, I almost wonder if he did that on purpose to start out with you know maybe maybe that's how people see him and then what's really going on on the inside cuz yeah. when when I saw that the album was called Changes I thought yeah that really describes his life probably in the last four years I mean yeah he got married he has been um spending more time in his faith and you know when you compare that to where he was many years ago it's it's a different place so definitely some changes have occurred (laughs) for him that's the epitome of his life right now is changes Mm -hmm. and he's really like showing the world that yes I went through like all this crap and I'm I'm working on myself still like and I'm yeah. not perfect and he yeah. and obviously he's not perfect and that's just something that I've come to like you know the realization I was like you know what he's not perfect he's never going to be perfect yes he did the stuff like but what what other artist has done that like you know yeah. they, they they're all in the same boat like they feel pressure they feel like they're alone yeah but, with him, I think, like, going from Purpose album, Ghost and Post Malone and um, Travis Scott, like, he's, he's he's collaborated with Travis Scott a couple of times. I know that he collaborated with him on um, the Purpose album, and that there's actually a really good song with him, like, both for both of them. Um, he's collaborated with Kehlani. I, don't know I like Kehlani. Yeah. yeah, I like her. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. I mean, and then, like, I think a year ago or so, he collaborated with DJ Khaled on a couple songs, and I really like his collaborations with him as well. So Yeah, um, I like, yeah, DJ Khaled. He's he's all over the place. <laughs> like, Intentions with Quavo. Um, and there's a song called Come Around Me by Justin, uh, obviously by Justin Bieber. <laughs> no, I mean, that song, I when I was listening to Come Around Me by Justin Bieber, I was, I was just like, Justin, okay. Tone it down. That might have been that might have been the part where I where where I thought to myself I need to step back for a second and because yeah. I think I remember listening to that song and I was like whoa 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 but I know right yeah. <laughs> well yeah and I was texting my friend and I'm just like geez like the first couple songs are so dirty I'm like damn dude <laughs> he wants us to know that he is grown <laughs> yeah. but you know what yeah let me he's what 25 years old yeah. He knows what he's doing, but yeah. So um, I've listened to like this album maybe twice now. Um, it's good. I I hope that he can. I hope that he can like you know somehow score a Grammy next year. But we will see. But I'm hoping that his tour will be um, next level. Yeah, I he's he's coming here as well. And I thought about going just to mm-hmm. see him because I've seen videos of his concerts and it's definitely more than just him 
standing on a stage singing. There's dancing and there's effects and there's a band and it's it's a whole production. It's a whole show. It's so it's almost worth going to see just to see him. I, I'd love to hear Baby live. I'm sure he he has to have that on the set list. You know whether whether he wants to or not. I feel like that has to be on there. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's it's almost worth going just to see it because it's you know it'd be a good show to For see. Sure. <laughs> right. Did you ever see his um Never Say Never um movie? I did many years ago. I think we we rented it from Redbox if you remember <laughs> Redbox and yeah I I liked it. You know I thought okay it's a little bit more about him, but I was never really mm-hmm. a big Justin Bieber fan. I was I was way more into Twilight. And um, <laughs> Harry Potter at the time, Justin Bieber was kind of in the background for me. <laughs> uh, yeah, so. you know every young little girl like and their mother like you know were at that concert and I remember seeing the movie too. Um, but I thought it was really well like you know when he was performing he was like you know so confident on on that stage like but so young and but he was a talent like he's a big talent. Yeah, so. he's definitely a performer. Yeah, art. he's for sure a performer. And he hasn't really changed either, but his, his style has changed. So, yeah. good for him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was really cool. Yeah, so um, what other, what albums have you, new albums have you discovered lately? So, so I've been listening to the new Green Day album. I've, I've listened to it through about one and a half to two times. Mm-hmm. Um, and I... Anyone listening who's known me since about ninth grade knows that for for a few years, I was a very, very intensely devoted Green Day fan. Um, I still am a big Green Day fan in my at the bottom of my heart because they, they hold a very special place in my heart. Um, I have made many friends because of Green Day. I have discovered many different kinds of music and musicians because of Green Day and they just they mean a lot to me I'm very sentimental about them Um, I've seen them in concert twice now and I'm seeing them for a third time this year with one of my very good longtime friends who also loves Green Day so I'm saying all this to preface my review of their new album because I don't want anyone to listen and think that I'm rolling in not liking Green Day immediately but I, I I'm not a really big fan of this new album um, yeah. for a couple of reasons one as a lot of a lot a lot of people have pointed out it seems like it's a record contract finisher so they might have had to put out five albums in the last however many years and this mm-hmm. this feels like an album that they made for for fun but just to kind of you know fill out the rest of the albums that they had to make. And I feel like because of that, the quality of it isn't the best, but I I don't know what I was really (laughs) expecting because the singles were okay. Um, The first single had some weird effect over Billy Joe Armstrong's voice. And it took me, it took me a few listens to really appreciate the song. Um, So after listening to the whole album though, my, my second kind of frustration is that it sounds like Green Day trying to mesh with their side projects that they've had over the years. And I think it, in, in the kind of mid, mid-2000s, late-2000s, um, they had a side project called Foxborough Hot Tubs. And 
essentially the members of Green Day and their backing band, but kind of as a 60s garage band revival group. And it was such a fun project. I still love that album, Stop, Drop, and Roll. And it was that was such a fun time because they were doing secret shows and for a while no one knew it was them and they were getting radio play and it, it was a lot of fun. Um, but I noticed that on Uno Dos Trey, which they released a number of years ago, these kind of back-to-back albums. And we're talking about Trey as in Trey Cool. Right? Yes, yes, of course. <laughs> they had to call the third album Trey for Trey Cool, of of course, and have his face is right there on the cover. It's it's great. Um, he's a kooky guy. Um, and I noticed that they they put a song on there from their Foxborough Hot Tub times and i'm not going to say the name of the song because it's not appropriate Um, but if you go through you'll know what song it is and i I remember being kind of confused because i thought wait well that's a separate thing why are they putting this onto a green day album and their last album um revolution radio was pretty on par with what they had been putting out it was pretty similar to like 21st century breakdown um but this album, it feels like they really were trying to mesh in that Foxborough hot tubs sound. But I just, I thought, well, why are you doing that as Green Day? Like, it kind of confused me a little bit. And the the, the third, my third issue <laughs> is that, um, my third issue is just, they're, they're, they're older. Billy Joe yeah. is older. <laughs> and some of the things he's singing about, it makes me uncomfortable <laughs> to hear me singing about them. And his, his, he has two sons. His eldest son is my age. And I just think about if that was my dad oh my <laughs> singing God, some of those things, I would be like, what? Um, and I, yeah, on, on the Uno Dos Trey um, albums, like there was just so much cussing. And th- I mean, there, like there are a couple Day songs. It it just it didn't it sounded like oh God I feel so bad saying this because I love I love Billy Joe Armstrong I I love him he means so much to me but if I were close friends with him artistically I would say dude you don't have to put that in there like uh-huh. we all know that you're some sort of rock god like we we know that already we you it. know you don't need to yeah we we get it we don't need to. <laughs> We, we don't need to hear about your sexual fantasies or your, you know, like we just, I'm like, it's like, it's like hearing like your parents talk about them. I'm like, oh, like, I don't want to hear it, you know? <laughs> so, well, well, it's funny yeah. because like, I think I remember like, you know, Steven Tyler of Aerosmith, um, his daughter Liv Tyler, who's an actress too. She says that sometimes like, like whatever he, like what stuff he does like on stage, especially like all the rest things, she's just like, dad, just stop. Like that's, so uncomfortable so I always wonder like what um like certain like art like band artists or whatever artists in general who like talk about stuff like that and they have like kids that are older like I wonder like what yeah. their opinions are but, but that'd be interesting to like know about what Billy Joe Armstrong's like children feel about that I don't know actually did, did I ever tell you the story about how I saw one of his sons in concert and I didn't realize it until after no 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 <laughs> So there's um, there's a very tiny concert venue here, um, and I went there with my dad and brother to see a band called The Regrets, and they're kind of a 
sounds like a typical girl band and they're they're a lot of fun um but they they had a couple of opening bands and one of them was this band called mount eddie and i thought oh that's cool you know okay like they had the same name as my brother awesome and then we were listening we were we were standing in there listening it's a very very tiny venue it's like it's probably like the size of like it's, it's, it's smaller than probably the first floor of your house. And um, I, I thought, you know, I'm short, so I can't really see what's going on. Um, it's, it's, you know, it's a standing room only situation. But I thought, wow, this singer sounds a lot like Billy Joe. That's kind of weird. And then, you know, they continued with their set. And I was like, wow, you know, I was like, I know his older son is in a band. Maybe his younger son is in a band, too. And and I get home after, and I thought, you know, I really need to check on this. And it was his younger son's band, and I thought, wow, okay, cool. <laughs> um, so yeah. Mount, Mount Eddie is good. Um, I I I like their stuff and Swimmers, which is his older son's band. So I think it's really cool that they're involved um, in music mm-hmm. as well. But I don't I don't know if they've if they've ever talked about how they feel about their uh, <laughs> their dad's music I, oh. I i would feel better if green day put out like a statement saying you know if billy joe made a comment about you know well i don't really feel that way i just feel like it's my rock persona or something but just just hearing it just catches me very off guard so those those those, <laughs> those were my issues but i overall i mean it's a fun album and i think i think a positive is that you know they they are where they are in life i mean they're they're married or they've been married and they all have kids yeah. they're still rocking it I mean I I saw Green Day a couple years ago and I mean it was still an amazing show I mean the stamina those guys have to play the first time I saw them they played for almost three hours and I I mean I you know I can't even um imagine and so it's 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 a fun album but it's definitely not the Green Day of my like nostalgia and <laughs> and and you know now they're going on tour with fallout boy and weezer and yeah. i'm super excited you know, i want to try to see them in, in july when they come to dodger stadium i hope you do and ha- have you seen them before green day i've never seen green day and i've never seen weezer or fallout boy so i told my friend about it, I was just like yes i'm so down to go with you the only thing i just have a big complaint about is just dodger stadium not really the best place mm-hmm. for a concert venue yeah, that's where they're gonna be here. It's 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 a stadium as well, and I'm it's yeah, it's gonna be there. And I am concerned. I've never been to a concert there, and I was thinking about it yesterday because I drove by Petco, and I thought, you yeah. know, does it really need to be there? Like we yeah. have other places. So I I'll be curious to see how many people show up. Usually when the Rolling Stones or Paul McCartney come, they're there. You know or someone like Beyonce is there not yeah. Green Day Fall Out Boy and Weezer but I, I definitely listened to this album I felt like Fall Out Boy and Weezer had maybe a little bit of an influence on their sound some of the things that they did um, especially with like backing music um, beyond just yeah. their three things you know there's definitely a little bit of this kind of newer alternative music influence on it but yeah. I'm you know I've, I've listened to it a couple times and, you know, I accepted it for what it is. And mm-hmm. I know that when I see them, I'm definitely going to be probably rocking out to the 
the uh, the the classics more than <laughs> more than more more than this one. Um, so it's it's a fun album. I don't I don't think I would listen to it willingly. I, I have a playlist of all my favorite Green Day songs, and yeah. that's that's I'm rocking to that. <laughs> so that's that's um, my long winded review. And I I think people based on what I've seen, people who like Green Day, they 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 have accepted this album for what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I think everyone deep down knows it was just kind of something to finish their contract. So I'm I'm hopeful yeah. that their next album, whenever it comes out, is more may, maybe a little bit more genuine. So yeah. that's my overall review. <laughs> my long-winded, complete review of the <laughs> album, Father of All. <laughs> Good job on the review. That was very um, well said and. Um, no, I agree with you um, on everything that you said, especially like, you know, I think like they shouldn't really like, you know, I, I'm hoping that they don't like change their styles when I like, you know, listen to this album because I don't know what to really expect for this new album, um, the album that they just had or they have now. Um, but I was going to tell you a story um, for when I, I mean, I grew up listening to Green Day, but I didn't know like their, whatever those songs were that I was listening to as a, as a kid was by Green Day. So mm-hmm. I guess, when I was like in junior high, when I was like seventh grade, that's the year that American Idiot came out. Um, and I remember like I got teased in junior high because of it. So like I had this, I had like that. Okay. I don't know if you remember Hot Topic had these shirts. It was mm-hmm. like that olive green American Idiot Green Day shirt with the grenade on it. And mm-hmm. I had that shirt and I wore it like all the time in junior high. And all my friends are like, really, Angelica, you're really wearing that again? And I was just, I, I loved Green Day at that time. I was just like, I was like, a, like the pop punk, like grunge, like outfits were like, like popular back then. Band shirts were awesome to wear in junior high. But I remember I did a report on Green Day in my English class and all like a bunch of kids like were booing me. Oh my gosh. I mean, like <laughs> not loud, but it was like, just because people didn't like Green Day. They just thought yeah. that they were like, losers. And... But- yeah if if it makes you feel better I also got bullied for liking Green Day in high school which is so dumb to say but it's true I because I I was I got really into them in ninth grade and it was when the um American Idiot musical came out (laughs) um and I remember being at a friend's house and they had some sort of documentary channel and they had a documentary about Green Day and no, I was just really interested in it and um, at the end they were talking about this musical and I was going to New York City this summer and I thought oh maybe I could see that and yeah. I remember um, putting Green Day on my iPod this was before yeah. I had an iPhone yeah. putting them on my iPod and I remember I remember listening to American Idiot for the first time because I didn't really listen to it when it came out because I was in fifth grade <laughs> and yeah. listening to it when I was 14 I I felt like someone had read like my diary. Like I felt like, oh yeah. my gosh, I I just was taken aback by, you know, how much I connected with it, and I just fell in love with Green Day. And I mean, I wanted every album, I Green Day shirts, I just Green Day every day, all day, twenty four seven, and. I remember on Facebook, I would put lyrics. I don't think anyone really does that anymore. I, I don't know if people do that anymore, but I, but I would always put Green Day lyrics. Yeah. And I got people from my school messaging me, 
telling me they were annoyed with me <laughs> for posting Green Day lyrics and to stop talking about Green Day. And um, I, I remember people at school, I mean, I mean, just like, you know, can't you shut up already? Like, and okay, it's, just, it's just so lame. It's yeah. just so lame. <laughs> so mean, you're not alone. <laughs> I mean, do you kind of feel like it's not uncommon for like, especially, I don't know how it is with kids in school these days, because obviously we're not in school anymore. But like looking back, obviously kids would make fun of you if you liked like a certain band or whatever, or people get in fights because one likes a band or an artist and the other one doesn't. I, I like, I hear about that a lot, but do you feel like that's like an uncommon thing that people like, like, is it necessary? It's like, obviously to me, it's not necessary, but it's like, do you think that that's an uncommon thing for kids? Like, to, I, f- I feel to- like it's not as common now. I, I mean, working with kids in my daily life, I, I don't really even see them caring too much about yeah. music. I mean, I have a couple of students who, um, they really like Nirvana and The Doors and Tom York and Radiohead. I'm very impressed by that, but I never really see them wearing band shirts or, yeah. you know, I, I I have a student who really likes My Chemical Romance, Romance and Panic at the Disco and, yes. you know, yeah. <laughs> but but even then she doesn't really, it, it just seems like it's different because yeah. I feel like when, when we were younger, I mean, it was almost like you had factions of music. fans you know like you had all the emos and you know kind of in their little group with all their music and and we had space where we were able to voice our like our opinions on like the lyrics like put it on our status or whatever like songs that we liked remember how we were able to put like music on myspace pages and things like that yeah or your away message on a msn right yeah (laughs) for sure um yeah, so I remember, like, sometimes I would hear about that, like, in school, like, people just would be, like, bullied because of the music they liked, and it's just, like, I'm just, like, you know what, everybody's not gonna like everything, so why is that necessary to pick on somebody? It's just, like, I don't, like, you know, obviously back in back then, like, you know, it, it didn't hurt my feelings when, like, people, like, teased me about that or booed me, I just went went on and did my report. And obviously the teacher like said something, but you know, I didn't get like in fist fights because of like in Green Day or anything like that. But um that's just a memory I had when I like, you know, when I look back on Green Days, like, you know, my, my time loving Green Day. And I still do lo- like them a lot. Um I'm not as huge of a fan of obviously when I was in junior high, but um, <laughs> the Idiot album was was a really well done album. I really love um yeah. Um, not only American Idiot, the song, but I also love um, She's a Rebel. Like, I still love that song. Yeah. Um, but I definitely have to say that um, Boulevard of Broken Dreams is still overplayed. And I <laughs> I can't, it's not that I can't stand that song. I just, I feel like I'm drained from listening to that song so much because, I don't know, it just brings back memories about me in junior high and people just like, over exaggerating the lyrics and like putting them on their spy space and I'm just like okay <laughs> like, I mean that music video is really cool I actually really like yeah. that video especially holiday how it goes like difference from right in. over to the, the video um and then I also loved um what else? there was like um Jesus of Suburbia obviously that's a nine minute song but 
you know, it's still a good song. And um, especially the beginning, I don't know like what what it, what, so it, what it's beginning, but it's like it's a really cool intro. Um, and then do do you remember everybody like posting about "Wake Me Up When September" as like that's like everybody's like oh yeah theme for the like when September starts like that's like yeah. Thing. What makes me sad about that is that that song is about Billy Joe's dad passing away, oh, and really? I, yes, <laughs> so people you know people people make memes and jokes about it, and I'm just like. That's actually a really sad song. It's a very yeah. personal song, you know. And then, and then I think, okay, Maddie, you you were in deep for a long time, so you know, not everyone else was um in the trenches. But yeah, I think I think to me, I mean, I still really love American Idiot, and I I listened to it all the way through a yeah. few months ago, and I what what stood out to me is that it still feels very honest to today because I think about what was going on in the world at that time. And, you know, politically and, and socially and, you know, in some ways listening to that album, it feels like nothing has really mm-hmm. changed, you know, which is crazy because it's been, I mean, 15 years and here we are, <laughs> you know, but I think that was definitely kind of a magnum opus for them. And, and I know that that album was really dividing for a lot of fans because, you know, it didn't. It, it it's definitely a more polished album in its sound in some places and it is kind of a concept album and there there is a story to it and you know this kind of art you know pop, pop punk punk op, punk rock yeah. opera thing I mean it was just so out of you know what what they usually do and and 21st Century Breakdown was kind of similar in a way but American Idiot yeah it really just has its own special touch i want one of my favorite songs on there is what's her name which is the last song and like yeah. i feel like as i get older that song just it hits me harder because you just think about all the people that you've known over the years and who you know you just you lose touch with and you just you never really know where they end up even if they impacted you oh, yeah. so really? yeah it's it's a good album i yeah. it it would be really cool if they did a tour where they played through that whole album from start to finish. I I think that would be really, really amazing. I don't think it'll happen, but yeah, <laughs> it would be really cool. We'll never know. Like, you know, they could, like, you know, surprise us with some cool things along the way. Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah. American Idiots, that's, that's always going to be a classic. No matter I mean, what. we sh- could do a whole uh, episode just talking about <laughs> about about how much yeah. <laughs> but that's what we wanted to talk about with like you know I think it's really cool that like you know Green Day like you know comes back with like a tour and a new album but it's like really cool to reminisce like on their their old stuff I mean obviously the old stuff is always gonna be like is always gonna be like the greatest songs of all time you got time of your life Many people think that's a funeral song, but it's actually a breakup song. But it could be used for anything. It could be used for graduations, like promotions, <laughs> things like that. But that's that's actually still one of my favorite songs to this day. I know that um, Dookie was a really great album back in the mm-hmm. day. With um, I mean, I think I think they're at a point in their career where they've had so many hits. I mean, they might as you know, they might as well just make music for fun and I mean they do have their own personal side projects where they're going and they're still making music and I I remember when I was younger and found that out 
I thought, wow, like these guys must be the real deal because they love music so much that they'll just do it because mm-hmm. they can. They'll they'll show up to some tiny little venue and do a show not because they want money or because they want fame. They're yeah. just doing it because they love to play music. And like that, I, I, I still think that's one of the coolest things about Green Day. No, no matter what music they put out at this point, I will always respect them for just making music because they want to like that I, I I can't really think of any other artists who for fun are just making little you know albums and side projects and it's yeah it's really cool so it's yeah things things are changing but I think you know in the end they they can get yeah. away with it they kind of have the right to <laughs> yeah, sure. so. like, let the creativity expand as like as far as they want to go all I care about for artists is like as long as they're making good music being good people then they're supposed to be doing what they're doing and that's exactly what green day is doing yeah, yeah. so well said. bow down to green day and they are <laughs> rock and roll hall of fame and in, inductees so yeah back in what 2015 or something like that yeah that was exciting <laughs> yeah, that is exciting and speaking of um rock and roll hall of fame that's going to be coming up in um in um May and I always watch yeah. it every year because I always like get excited to see. Um, I think this year, um, Nine Inch Nails are inducted, uh, Whitney Houston, Notorious B.I.G., um, Depeche Mode. I, I <laughs> believe it or not, I actually like Depeche Mode because people are I like watching. Depeche Mode too, yeah, right? I mean, they're they're cool people. Um, the Doobie Brothers, their old band. I mean, obviously, our parents would know like more about that, <laughs> yeah. but um. I actually did see that Blink-182 is now eligible to get inducted. So oh, wow. Vote next year. Because my sister sent it to me. And I was like, oh, you better vote next year. Because I'm voting for them, too. Maybe we could have a Tom and Mark uh, reunion if they, <laughs> if, they, if they got inducted. You know. I'm sure he would go. Because he's, like, <laughs> he's, well, he's one of the main reasons. Like, the main like Blink-182 people. I know that like there was somebody before him. But... There's like three, what, three guitarists that like, you know, have come and gone. But I think it's what, Travis and Mark are like the, the main guys of Blink-182. Mm. Yeah. 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 So, I don't know, they're your, and then those are like, I always like to think that Blink-182 is your neighbors because, you know, they're from San Diego, you're from San Diego. So you're they very <laughs> Yeah, they're my, they're my friends. That's, um... It's when like, when you visited, we went to the sombreros and yep. in the bathroom they have a little kind of graffiti section of people loving on uh loving on Blink 182. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, they're yeah I don't I don't think any of them really hang around here anymore, but it would be pretty funny to see one of them around. Like, hey, <laughs> yeah, you know? I know. So, yeah, I, I saw them in concert last year with um, Lil Wayne and Neck Deep, and um, they're really great performers. It was, like, really cool to, like, um, listen to um, their – because they were celebrating the 20th anniversary of um, Enema of the State, which was mm-hmm. a very popular album if, um, for all those Blink-182 fans out there. Um, you know, they're the, they have that big song, All the Small Things. If you don't know what that song is, then y'all are lost. <laughs> <laughs> then you should go stop this immediately and go listen to it. <laughs> You've probably heard it before. <laughs> Get off this podcast and go listen to it. 
but if from like start to they play the album from start to finish and my sister actually like listens to that album all the time and I shared a room with my sister until she was 17 and went to college and until I was 12 so I knew all those songs and I knew I remember like singing like along to it too and I'm just like why is it that I remember these and I could sing along to them and remember hearing these at like age seven and eight so I was just like well this is like a great like nostalgic moment but not only like just for me but for my sister mostly because she was like belting out like every word so if if anybody has like a chance to go see Blue Winnie too I think they should including mm-hmm. you I know I know I still haven't it just it's never lined up to go mm-hmm. see them and I could just see them see a hometown show so <laughs> yeah one day it's gonna happen it's gonna happen one day so yeah sure. <laughs> yeah well, yeah yeah so well i'm glad we like discussed um a little bit about green day i know we i think that was like a really cool topic that we like you know discussed especially on our like thoughts about growing up with them especially both of us being fans yeah Um, so that's pretty cool that we had something in common that we were kind of bullied in school (laughs) for liking them but joe if you're listening it was worth it (laughs) yeah um Honestly, I would just say for every kid, like if you're getting picked on or just anybody, if you're getting picked on for like liking a mute, like a band, then just, you know what, just like say, for example, like, you know, some people make fun of me for liking BTS and I say, you know what, yes, I'm weird for liking them and I don't care. Just don't care what people think. If if it makes you happy, then don't, why not listen to it? I mean, why not? I, for many years, I denied that I liked Britney Spears because I thought people would make fun of me. And I now I love Britney Spears. I'm I'm proud to say it. I I love Britney. Hashtag free Britney. I, Britney Spears all the way. Love Britney. Every era of Britney. We we we, we love Britney. <laughs> so Maddie and I one time when we were in college we watched um, the Britney Spears <laughs> movie which I still laugh about till this day. Do you remember that in college? We were I like, remember that. It was and we were watching it walk it out from my memory a little bit. It was, <laughs> so it was bad. not it was not good. Um it looked like they filmed the stage performances at a high school. Yeah. And it was it was definitely uh dramatized. Yeah. I feel like <laughs> and, the actress later was like did it she kind of overexposed it. She kind of overdid that acting too much. And yeah. I feel like they were being a little bit too um, personal and a little bit showing a little bit too much than than what we should expect. Like you know, obviously her and Justin Timberlake's relationship. I was just like, okay, this is a little bit over dramatic. Yeah, I thought there there were things in there that I was like, did we really need to be reminded of of that? No, you know? Yeah, we don't need to be reminded that they did what they did and did that <laughs> we don't care that we don't really want to know. Like just yeah. talk about like the good and the bad, like you know, just the ups and downs. That's all. Not the personal life, just <laughs> that part. Like, but oh, good old Brittany, I'm I'm just glad that she's you know she's still killing it till this day. Yeah. 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 Well, that's awesome. So yeah, I mean, I guess we can conclude that for today on um, episode two. Yay. Yay. Yay! I think it was good. It was a good yeah. time. So, um, thank you for listening and checking out 
episode two, and we'll be back soon. Yeah. Yes. With and, more. And be sure to follow us on our um, these guys follow follow us on our social media accounts. Um, we we always link um our podcast to our bios, our Facebook pages. Um, we'll be coming out with a an Instagram real soon or some social media page where it can be public for everybody. So spread the word if you're interested. Spread the word if you're interested in like uh, you know hearing people about music opinions and other opinions on other things. So, yeah. Yay. Yay. Okay. Well, thank you for listening and see you soon. Bye. Bye.